0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley burke Robert. This is a podcast uh, where we talk about our lives and uh, we also watch some TV. Folks, we did watch some TV.
1: We absolutely did.
0: We're going to talk uh, maybe a little bit about Big Brother. As you guys know, last night there was the Sunday episode. You got some nominations. Uh, uh, people are up on the block. Uh, it's been a-, a wild ride over there. If you're watching this season 23 of Big Brother, man, it is... It is a lot. It's a lot to keep up on. (laughs) It's it's like a job to figure out uh, what the hell is going on the day-to-day over in the Big Brother house, so...
1: I like that it's keeping me busy. I got something to check on in the morning, see what happened. My issue is that, you know, we had Sunday night's episode. And for me, that episode is a week old because I'm paying attention to the feeds. I'm watching the house. So I'm just kind of like, this isn't new information. I guess you get the diary rooms, which is fun. Uh, We also watched the first episode of The Challenge, season 37, Lies, Spies, and Allies. And we have a lot of things to say about it. Hopefully. I think we do. I think we do. We finished Survivor Pearl Islands, finally. Was that season seven? Is that the right season? I think
0: so. I think it was, yeah.
1: And we have a new um, little gem of a VHS that Nick found at a thrift store. We've been watching it all morning. But before we get into that, have you subscribed to our Patreon? Are you a patron of the Reality Blows podcast? If you're not, get over there. It's patreon.com forward slash reality blows. For five bucks, you get two Blowness episodes a month. At this point, there's like 30, 40, hundreds, it feels like, of Blowness Episodes for you to catch up on, and we just released August. August's, August's first epi- August is August's is is first blownness. August is August's first blownness episode. It's all about our third trip to six flags that's right we went back we did the park again last week we're trying to cash in on those season passes and we gotta say this one was definitely a surprise this visit in terms of our experience who we saw what we did it was um very different than the last two trips to six flags so go over there if you want to hear all about it And also, rate and review. Am I doing a good job, babe? Uh, You're
0: doing a great job. I don't think you can rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts anymore. So uh, just make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and and make sure that, um, you know, wherever you listen to it, if there's a way that you can get notified that we're dropping things, all those little things help uh, and we appreciate it. Um, You know, you could always tell a friend about us uh and uh you know even if you're not interested in two more episodes a month hey what's five bucks kick it over to us over at that patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows and you get us a nice cup of coffee a month and uh or you know it's show really you a, care it's really a cold brew a month cold brew p- plus tip yeah uh around here so uh yeah uh, I, g- I guess that's all the promotion that we have
1: so I almost left a negative review on a podcast this morning, Nick. I did not tell you about it.
0: Oh, my it. God. Well, you're going to tell me about it right now, I assume. I am.
1: So I woke up at 6 a.m. I could not sleep last night. I don't know why. Just tossing and turning. Woke up at 6 a.m. You know it's bad when you wake up and Lily's still asleep, you know? Oh,
0: that's never good.
1: <laughs> that, that means something is amiss. So I went upstairs and I fooled around on the computer and I, I just started thinking about how mad I was at this particular podcast that I've listened to for years. It's a wellness-based podcast. They talk about all things like woo-woo and new age and uh, it's uh Woo-woo? Woo-woo, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah, that's like shorthand for like crystals and aura readings and woo-woo means like new agey stuff kind of. Now,
0: is that a term that the new agey people came up for for it or is that something that people kind of who uh, like outsiders observers of it have called it because it does sound like a flippant way to sort of describe
1: it does sound patronizing but i don't think it was like an outsider it could have been an outsider uh nickname
0: to me it definitely uh rings as like something that like um i don't know like uh like queer twitter came up with or something like that it does sound cool terminology that's uh from like maybe uh you know, like RuPaul's Drag Race or something like that.
1: Oh, interesting. I you know, think it's it like, sounds-
0: oh yeah, you 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 like all that woo woo stuff. You know what I mean? It kind of seems like, like you're almost like writing it off, but like with love.
1: It does sound like shorthand for fluffy bullshit. Right. It's, yeah. It
0: does sound like, uh, like, uh, like um, you know, uh, if we were talking about magic mm-hmm. instead of uh, crystals, you'd be like. Oh, yeah, you mean all that, like, ta shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you would almost be, like, uh, a negative way right. of describing it. But it isn't. That's how, that's what people call that, woo-woo?
1: Well, they say, like, new age. I mean, it is, there is, like, a certain amount of sort of, It's like, like new
0: age, woo-woo, foo-foo, ha-ha, boo-boo, <laughs> bullshit.
1: I don't know, babe. You're thinking too much. I like it. I
0: never. It's rare. It's rare that I learned something on this podcast.
1: New age woo woo bullshit. Okay, (laughs) so that's the podcast. They talk about heated blankets. They talk about saunas. All that woo woo shit. shit.
0: Saunas are involved in this also with crystals and saunas.
1: Absolutely, babe.
0: I I don't know. I don't know. Don't
1: you understand? Don't you know what the shape house is?
0: No, I don't know. What, oh, is that like a place where all that woo-woo takes place? The you got shape some crystals house, over here. You got a little sauna over there.
1: Did you not? You don't, Sometimes I wonder if you're paying attention to my life. Okay, the Shape House is a, is a brand of wellness facilities popular in LA. There's like one or two in New York. I went to the one in Dumbo. It's the one where I, I got in the sleeping bag that was an infrared sauna. Remember, like oh, you yeah, get Oh yeah, that's that, right.
0: This old woo-woo bullshit. And
1: you sweat in it, and you—they have a TV there, and you can watch TV while you sweat in Wait your a sleeping minute. bag. Wait a minute, back it
0: up. They got a TV there, yeah, that you could watch while yeah. you're in a sweaty sleeping bag. Yeah, you can
1: pay sixty dollars to sweat in a sleeping bag while you watch TV for an hour, and a lady brings you some cucumber water. At I some was point. in
0: a uh, uh, thrift store yesterday, and I saw a Coleman, pretty brand new looking, like TV that you crank to take while you're. But it's, there was no... Why didn't
1: you get that? There was
0: no power source to it. There was no plug to it. Oh. So, I mean, I know that. But also, I figured if I were to buy that, you would be pissed off because you hate TVs.
1: I love all camp gear.
0: It was cool. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not just some woo-woo. This is some real good shit. Because your Uncle Eddie showed me his cool ass TV yeah. that I believe he kind of charges up. And it's, you know, and this it's one. It's a camp TV. This one was a Coleman brand. It also had like uh it also had a flashlight on the back. It's the whole thing. I'm sure I could have found like a power source, like a charging cable for it. A yeah. lot of the times these things uh, are interchangeable. Some, somewhat, yeah, interchangeable, universal. Um, but anyway, I just, uh, you mentioned a TV. I, I figured I'd never, I'd, I'll never remember to tell you that again. So I should right now, but you went to this place in New York city and then you, there's a few places in LA, which we're headed to, but let's get back to the fact that you uh, almost rated a podcast uh, negatively.
1: So I've been listening to this podcast for years and, um, unfortunately one of the hosts came out six months ago being against the vaccine she's not anti-vax she's vaccinated in all other aspects but she's waiting for a new vaccine to come out or an fda approved vaccine and her whole thing is like we got to educate ourselves we gotta blah, blah 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 you know and i stopped listening to it because i was like well this sucks i um,
0: recently and by recently this year found out that there was an uh i just never I'm not into the woo-woo stuff. I don't know much about like new age, uh, culture. Um, although I do listen to new age music, um, that's only because I'm a, I'm an audiophile. Um, that sounds, it's nicer than that sounds. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, I just found out about the cross section between new age people and that lifestyle and anti-vaxxing yeah apparently it's and a, a thing, thing. it's and a thing i didn't realize it was mm-hmm. a thing at all we have a friend we have a mutual friend in common yeah who's uh one of their parent parents is uh, a very new age person yeah and won't get vaccinated
1: really yeah
0: we could talk about it off pod
1: well i have something else to tell you about a friend we have in common on pod i'm gonna tell oh, you okay. about this on pod i think
0: well hold on finish this fa- Okay, this but podcast first off part. i just
1: want to say like you know it's so then I so I was just thinking about it and I was like frustrated with her because the podcast is all about like we're a source of wellness and then she was like on her Instagram like posting screenshots of very questionable things and resources which podcast
0: is this is this the one of the ones that I'm I know? not gonna say it out do loud I know this one like, I'm do not you gonna listen to this one a lot
1: I do, do, do I used a, to but I haven't in six do you months. own
0: a t-shirt of their of okay
1: them? so that's the thing I own a t-shirt from them I got Is it
0: the cool one that has a moon on it? It is. Woo, those ladies, huh?
1: One of those ladies. Interesting. So I got that merch and I was like, now I don't want to wear that shirt that I like because you I'm can't like burn that shirt. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I was gonna write them and be like, um, hey, can I get like my money back for this shirt I bought like a month before one of your hosts went on Instagram and Twitter and like putting things up like, Yeah, everyone's talking about a vaccine, but no one's talking about nutritional eating. Maybe we should focus on the foods we put in our body more than than the shots we put in our body things like that where right. i'm like well, listen you have a platform where people are going to you as a source of like health information and you're telling people they should eat more oranges and now not these get the people vaccine. have
0: like a million people that listen to their podcast right? they have a lot of
1: people so i go into the com- i go into the comments because it's 6 a.m it's this, this, this is this is this is this morning it's 6 a.m and i'm um, eastern
0: time folks
1: yeah it's early And so I'm just like looking at the reviews on their podcast and like the reviews are long reviews from people being like, thank you. This is my number one podcast for health and wellness information and it is so good and refreshing to hear someone telling us to question the F like what we're putting in our body and like I go to you guys for all of my it's like people being like I go to you for health information and you're telling me not to do it. Also, on her, and this is just another little thing. I I feel like I'm going on a rant and I apologize to our listeners. Um, but she posts one of the reasons that she did this like wouldn't get vaccinated and she was posting about it on Instagram is it the
0: brassier lady who's talking this shit
1: it's because hold on Maeve w- I'm not going to tell you there's a softer you.
0: lady on there and there's a brassier lady on there
1: I'm not going to name any names mm-hmm. but she was like I got a reading an astrology reading and it basically implied that a new vaccine is going to come out that's going to be safer in a year and I'm like that you got an astrology reading uh, like he, is uh, this it's reporting something a year from now. But this is the funny thing, okay? Are you ready for this? This is going to be fun. Okay. I'm basically naming the person and and I don't want to slander her because whatever, but I I am um,
0: That's okay. We're peons in the community. We're punching up.
1: Our that is true. Our friend we have a friend who does, like, a joke list of a 1,000 comedians every year. Like, it's a funny— Can we
0: not shout this person yeah, out? Yeah, shout him out. Uh, it's our good buddy, Zach Broussard.
1: It's our good buddy, Zach Broussard. He does, like, a funny, jokey— Hilarious
0: comedian. Every year for, like, the past decade, he's put out, like, a joking list of the top 1,000 comedians, kind of taking the piss out of, like, these lists that come out each year. And um, it's caused some controversy, but it's mostly caused a lot of laughs. Uh, So go check out his lists. Each year, he kind of makes it a more elaborate way in order to have the list revealed. I think the peak was when he uh, like um, leased like uh, billboard space all around Los Angeles, where you had to find the billboards that had the list. I mean, a lot of fun. Uh, go check out Zach Broussard. Uh, he's got a lot of a lot of fun bits just like that.
1: So he did in 2020. He did his classic list, but in 2020 he did. 250 COVID safe comedians because he did one fourth of the regular thousand to say this is the COVID safe list. We've narrowed it down. We've, cl- we've cleared out three fourths of the room. Here's our COVID safe list. She's on that list
0: interesting yeah. and she's not COVID safe
1: uh, well he didn't know that until i mean unless he followed her yeah, instagram he well he also could he, he, go back five it could go five months into the future and I, see these
0: i assume that these people he doesn't do any research on these people really and just put yeah. this list together of uh, 250 names and uh, just assumed that if you're in the comedy community you're probably vaccinated and on the right side of history so uh yeah Interesting. It is interesting. Now, how do you know this? You looked at the list? Because
1: I was just Googling, like looking into her this morning and the word vaccination vaccine covid because i'm like has anyone written about this it it's mind-boggling to me that she has such a massive health platform and is telling people she's not getting vaccinated because of her astrology chart that was read yeah so i'm like
0: it sounds like woo-woo bullshit to me
1: yeah i'm like has there been a think piece on this you know um And I just that popped up that list and her name and so what
0: ended up happening as far as you leaving a review because I didn't I didn't leave it you didn't I mean was there an option for you to leave a review Yeah I could leave a review I didn't I didn't even I I haven't seen it I
1: could leave a review Yeah on my phone I couldn't Hmm. do it on the computer but I didn't do it because I'm like what What am I doing So
0: how long you stopped listening to this Did you find out about this Um like her thoughts and her astrology and all that stuff Did you find out about this today
1: no i saw it on her instagram like four months ago and
0: then that's when you kind of started to check out
1: and then her and her podcast host did an episode where they kind of talked about it because like the other girl is clearly pissed like the other host is like what the fuck (laughs) like why are you doing this to us because i think the other hosts started getting messages from people like, hey, this person's posting some wild shit on Instagram.
0: Fascinating.
1: Um, So they did like an episode about it, but it was like, again, it was very woo-woo bullshit. It was like moderated by like a self-help guru woman. So at the end of it, it's like, we're just like learning how to navigate each other's different modalities and like existing within this tension. And, you know, these are all lessons we have to learn. So it's like the end result wasn't like, fuck you go you excuse me can you bleep that out babe i'm not bleeping
0: out fuck you why not we curse on here all the time it would be the first time i never do i never do (laughs) but
1: like that they had that conversation and then once they had that conversation i just i've i just have unsubscribed from it Well, I stopped listening to it because I never wanted to. After that, I was just like every time I saw it, it it, it ruins it, it ruins it, it ruins it. Now I just think about like this person saying that her zodiac person told her that to wait a year because it looks like things there's going to be a big change in the stars in a year. It's like okay, that doesn't mean anyway. But um,
0: so the co-host, I'm fascinated by this. So the co-host, the other one has. Yeah, the other one. The soft spoken one. The soft spoken one is uh did was there any like beefing on air? Did you could you tell that she was upset on air about on the podcast about um, what was going on? Like what happens when this uh, this, you know, anti-vax uh host she's of this not podcast She's not anti-vax. Mm-hmm, okay. I
1: feel like there's this thing where like she's had all of her other vaccines. It's not like she's against vaccines in general. She just is against this vaccine, and so I feel like calling her anti-vax is like uh, I don't know. It's Whatever it area. is,
0: all I gotta say is that's so ridiculous. Get them out of here, those people. And, wow. Uh, let's let's let, let. I think maybe we should move on. Okay. Let's, just, let's move on.
1: Okay. Let's it. move on. But I didn't leave the review. But I I did struggle. I did struggle. Have you? I think we've talked about whether or not you've left a negative review before.
0: I've only left positive reviews, and I've actually trying to do. I've tried to do the work. The opposite work where somebody's like pissed off about like how like a survivor podcast talks about survivor and like the yeah. takes. On. Yeah. There was one survivor podcast I was listening to for a while and they were like, they were like, had like opinions on like survivor like games, like, like, like the competitions, like a certain opinion about competitions and or. About what it's like to play a floater game, yeah, and like people were fucking giving them like one and two stars. Like I can't believe you have this opinion on the floater game. Like stop talking about it. It's so annoying. Like that sort what? of thing. What? And then I wrote, I gave like a five star review, and I was like, uh, I was like, uh, I, I wrote something along the lines of like, you people are ridiculous. These people have are doing a reaction. Free service to a television show that you watch and you listen to it and you know, blah, 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 and gave it five stars. I've done that a couple of times because we've received a couple of pod, uh, podcast reviews that are in that vein. Like, I wish you guys would stop, you know, hounding on, you know, so-and-so, like, blah, 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 you know, back when we were, when we were doing the challenge recaps all the way back four months ago or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think giving a negative review because you don't agree with the podcasting yeah. host is not right but, I mean, is that what I would be doing? Well, in, But I in, think what she's doing is slightly dangerous. Yes.
0: I, I, there's nothing dangerous about saying that, like... You Nelson know, and
1: Corey are better as a team. Yes. You know?
0: <laughs> or, like, that Josh is an idiot. Like, yeah. you know? Like, I think, you know... But, I don't know. Uh, regardless, uh, you know, I, I think you shouldn't ever really just unsubscribe
1: oh i did i did i unsubscribed. Well, i'm telling most
0: i'm telling pod uh, podcasters out there just unsubscribe oh, you don't yeah. have to tell tell us what we what you think of us and, and if it's negative we're, we're yeah. just here trying to live our lives just like you
1: no one wants a negative review
0: now i'll tell you something moving on uh topics wise uh, ashley mentioned that we were watching a uh, tape before we started podcasting while we were drinking some coffee when planning out our lives um and uh It's something that I've done a few times, which is where I've gone to a Goodwill, and uh, there is a surplus of VHS tapes. And there's a couple of these Goodwills and thrift stores that accept sort of home movies. And so I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm fascinated by these tapes that are like, you know, like VHS tapes that are have clearly been recorded on. By people and a lot of the times it's people recording your television if you guys are old enough to remember that's how that was our dvr back in the day that was our streaming yeah you just like set your vcr to record and so i've gotten a lot of stuff like um uh the latest vhs uh recording i've gotten was uh cbs somebody recording a, a night of cbs and it uh ended up with the 1990 u.s tennis open and like a whole round, and you get to watch, like, Andre Agassi, like, kick the shit out of somebody uh, with commercials, and it's a lot of fun. So I have that upstairs, and it's these are things I'm, I'm uh, right now I'm, I'm kind of putting together a YouTube channel, and I'm trying to figure out what's going to go on my YouTube channel, and I don't want it to just be, like, stuff of me. I, I do collect a lot of VHS tapes now, and I kind of want to drop, like, you know, for, you know, forgotten or lost-ish media on there love from, it from from the 80s and 90s and all that stuff or the 2000s whatever and so i'm kind of fascinated by people who are just taping their television you know for a night uh seems like a lot of people t- used to in the 90s or early aughts in the 90s were taping fox like on a on a sunday or a, mm. or a saturday or a tuesday like just like throwing fox on But uh, this one was good. This is the US nineteen ninety US Open men's tennis. Wow, Uh, and uh, it was fun. I watched a little bit of Andre Agassi. I'm sure that these are on YouTube, like in full. You can probably watch the Andre Agassi run of nineteen ninety. Uh, if you wanted to, but probably not with commercials um, and the broadcast. So I, I think that would be kind of fun.
1: That's great, babe. I'm excited to watch that.
0: It'll be cool. I'll put it on. I'm trying to remember what was on there before. They, they were taping something else, and then it just kind of continued, and it was just like the entire tennis open.
1: Is this like when you have ALF slash The Color Purple?
0: Different, because uh, I bought a, um, a like 30 tapes from a guy uh in north jersey i think we've talked about this i was basically on i was looking for like uh, you know Slasher. i like to, i like to i like horror uh horror horror uh vhs horror. tapes and um you know that's what i kind of like as far as when it comes to movies um, theatrical releases. And, uh, you know, I think the artwork is cool. I'm a fan of horror, horror movies and all that stuff. So I was like, Oh, maybe this is where when you start collecting, you have to kind of put yourself in some sort of collecting subcategory. Otherwise you've lost your mind. Mm. So that was sort of the thought. And I was on Facebook marketplace and I found a guy who for like five bucks was selling a bunch of like really pristine, uh, vhs tapes and uh, i got a couple of horror movies in there uh the best one being you know i got a texas chainsaw massacre and uh, a couple of other things it was really great and when i went there the guy kind of saw that like i wasn't like not like a weird like reseller like ebay person at least not yet um
1: moments and, away moments away <laughs> i will
0: i will be doing some what you know, once I figure out what my subcategory of things I want to keep, then I got to get rid of all this <laughs> ra- rest of this shit somehow. And I do want to sprinkle some good stuff at Goodwill's. I mean, that's for another. Let me finish this thought first. But this guy was like, oh, you're like just into this shit. Like, well, I'm like a dude from like the 80s who just taped everything. I have a box of like stuff that I recorded, movies and stuff off of TV from, you know, for like 10 years. Do you want that too? I'll just give it to you cleaning up my basement, and I'm like, yeah, and he gave me, like, 30 uh, VHS tapes where he recorded a bunch of his, a bunch of TV, a lot of HBO stuff, the thing about this guy is he was very, very diligent, and good for him cutting out commercials, so that it's just, you can want, I, I have, like, a full season of ALF on TV, but also, like, there's one that is really fun, it's just ALF, and then it says, ALF slash the color purple, and so, clearly, he also... Recorded the movie, The Color Purple, after he recorded a couple episodes of ALF. Uh, but there's, like, episodes of Ren and Stimpy that he recorded from his TV. And the thing is, now, stuff like that is that has come out. Like, you can get every episode of ALF if you want. Like, you don't have to have find it on a VHS tape. I have every episode of Ren and Stimpy already. Like, mm. you know, The Color Purple streaming on, like, seven different platforms. So... It's you know those type of things without commercials. It's kind of like it's fun to have them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I think I'm going to sprinkle those around uh, after I kind of go through all of them, you know, and then uh, but there's also like a couple of Tyson fights like 90s Tyson fights that he recorded once again, it's HBO. There's no commercials. You can definitely go on YouTube and watch them already. Not that much fun, so that whole box was kind of a strikeout box. I kind of like the the quick and dirty people who aren't as diligent as my man in North Jersey was and just kind of left a tape in, and that's what this uh, Andre Agassi tape is like. But the reason why we talked about this is because I also got that day a different tape, and that tape is just somebody's family trip to Disney World in March of 1995.
1: It is incredible. First off, I am compelled to find this family and return their tape to them because it's of a little girl. She's probably like three, two or three, and it's the mom and dad. They're going to Disney World. Dad clearly just got this camcorder. I mean, the zoom in, the zoom outs, the fadeaways. He's like having fun making this video. Um, and so there's a lot of nostalgia there, but more importantly, there's a lot of freaking fashion y'all. We're talking fanny packs, tie-dyes, outrageous color print, two-piece outfits, scrunchies, bangs, bangs, bangs. I mean, it is so fun to watch. Disney itself is cool. Like there's one, he, he has like, um, like he records like a whole parade, which is a, not a parade I've ever seen. Cause they circle, they, it's the they, Mickey mania
0: parade that ran from 94 to 95.
1: Yeah. They trade out their parades every couple of years. So it's like not a parade I've seen. Um, I did convince Nick for a good 2.5 seconds that I saw Nancy Kerrigan in the parade. I was like, is that Nancy Kerrigan? <laughs> there, and Nick in like the got it Well, in the
0: parade, uh, you know, out of nowhere, there was just like, uh, some sort of convertible drove through with just regular people waving. And I was like, Hmm, interesting and Ashley's like that's Nancy Kerrigan and I was like what and I ran up to the screen and I don't think it was <laughs> no I don't think it was
1: either unfortunately um, but yeah there's we're excited because we just got to the Epcot portion of the videotape and and Nick has a theory that we're going to watch uh, the Epcot light show I
0: think we will eventually get to the Epcot light show which I'm uh, super which, pumped I believe it's just the for, uh, Forest Works the fireworks of uh,
1: 1995 but-, but we did right before that we saw saw a bunch of dads yodeling at a yodel contest in, at Epcot.
0: Yeah, in the uh, German the German beer hall there was like a lederhosen situation happening and yeah. uh, it was fun. They they've they, because they have such a young one young daughter it's they're just You know, they're not going on, like, thrill rides or, like, running around the park. They're, like, going to shows and stuff. So we're getting to, like, watch, like, a good majority of, like, little bits and pieces of shows. I mean, we watched the beer garden show or the beer hall show. We um, uh, watched—there was some, like, country— situation at like the american you know embassy part of epcot where they were playing what was a boot scoot, and boogie yeah
1: or? yeah they were playing like a disneyfied like it felt like very toony yeah boot, scoot, and bo- boot uh, scoot, got,
0: boogie. got to see uh aladdin and jasmine mm-hmm. uh, sign, at the an, height signing an an autographs and um pirate mini pirate mickey goofy and pluto i mean it's a lot of fun um the Mickey Mania song is fun. Mickey Mania do, 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 do. Uh, is kind of getting stuck in my head. So and we did watch a good portion of the uh It's a Small World ride, which always creeps me out and even more frightening on VHS. It
1: is actually terrifying on VHS. I like it in the park. I like going I on the ride because like it's cool. It's a dark ride. You go inside. There's AC blasting. It's relaxing. There's always something new to see. You know? It's you can kind get right
0: of, on it constant boats are moving. You get yeah, right it you get,
1: there's hardly ever a way. There's just a certain element of chaos to it because you're surrounded by action on all sides. And um, I, I like the ride. I don't like it on VHS. On VHS, it's way more creepy. It's
0: blurry. It's dark. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's uh, fun. Like I know that you know from w- the way that this is uh, labeled, it seems like we're gonna get this trip from March '95, and then it seems like there's some sort of a trampoline, uh,
1: wow, <laughs>
0: thing happening afterwards. I think we're gonna watch this. I probably won't watch that part with the uh, this uh, little girl jumping on a trampoline while her parents are filming her. I
1: don't know. It could be fun. Uh,
0: I mean, you know, I mean, we gotta we gotta check it out for a second. You know, you never know what we could see. So a weird haircut. But uh, yes, it's uh, it's fun. I mean, it does feel a little strange watching somebody else's home movies, but what's more strange and really more tragic is the fact that, somebody else's home movies wound up at like a random ass goodwill yeah. in in uh central jersey so that's
1: why i'm like we got to find them but what, are there there's no information no one's talking and being like our last name is yeah, or there's we no live, talking. it's it's is no talking at all no one's talking to the camera a
0: dad filming disney and then and then i would say it's you know 85 to 90 percent just him looking around the park and, and and showing us the attractions and then fading to white and then cutting a little further and then yeah. about 10 percent he like dips the camera down and his uh, little daughter is kind of doing a little dance in front of a
1: camera. yeah or like throwing a rock in a, a puddle or yes. something but she's not old enough to speak so no one's like or maybe if she she can speak but she's not like saying full sentences no, so not like chat no it's like where's goofy and she's like points and they're like good job so it's not we're not getting any personal information yeah, at all it's gonna
0: be hard to find somebody uh find who they are i think yeah. I, i'm sure if we eventually watch this whole tape we'll probably catch a last name and then we'll be. we able should to just the throw it up together. on
1: youtube lost someone's lost and then no let the internet do its thing <laughs> they're not gonna do
0: anything let the I, what internet... i think i might do is for this youtube channel is i might just cut out the parts where it's just the parade, it's just the sh- beer hall show, it's yeah. just that and then maybe put them up as clips in like a little Disney home movies section of the YouTube. Who knows? I'm doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of uh uh planning on this podcast.
1: Doing a lot of planning. Well, I think it's time we talked about this recent episode of The Challenge. Yeah, let's do it. Challenge 37 Spies, Lies and Allies. Got
0: to be honest, folks, we did not watch the launch special. We did not watch the launch special, which was, uh, I believe, one week ago. Last Monday it aired. Uh, I know the show is airing on Wednesday, so we only watched the first episode. And I don't know, Ashley was like poking around on a, on a Reddit board, and apparently like people were taking umbrage with people recapping a show and not actually seeing the launch special, which apparently fills in some blanks. We're not recapping, folks. We're just reacting, so get off our backs.
1: Thank God. I mean... First off, Nick and I had like a like we went back and forth trying to figure out whether or not we were going to recap this season. Like I know we summed it up for you guys last Monday pretty succinctly. We're not doing it. Here's the reason why. But that was a painful journey to come to that decision. And I could not have been more thrilled that we did when we were watching this first episode because there are so many people i have no reference for i don't know how to talk about them learning all of these names would have been really difficult and i got to for the first time in years just sit back and watch a freaking episode of the challenge and Gosh, not have to take notes.
0: we can enjoy
1: i loved it and, th- and and boy oh boy did this challenge deliver first off pumped to have amanda and ashley in the house i love this era of challengers i love the Corey nelson's i love the amanda ashley's a lot of people consider that sort of like a challenge flop era i do not i like Is that true some people talk about like the invasion, the Dirty Thirty, those years as kind of being like a weak time for the challenge. But I think everyone's got an opinion, okay? And you could look at any time and say like that wasn't a great time. I, it was a it was a transition time, that's for sure. Sure. But it is sort of the last. These are the last um, people from MTV origin shows that came onto the show. So like Amanda's from Are You The One? Um, Ashley and Corey are from one of the last seasons of The Real World. Nelson is from Are You The One? I like seeing those people in the house. I particularly like when Ashley has a friend in the house. Ashley's always fun to watch. She's always there. But when she has a buddy, when she has like a little group, when she has Amanda, Marie, or Shane, something like that, it really um, it emboldens her in a way that makes her more entertaining, which I didn't even think was possible. So not only do we have Corey and Nelson, you guys already know we love them as a duo. We Nelson needs a friend Okay, that's he needs a friend for his point of view as a character on the show. Nelson without a buddy is like hard to watch because it's like, who's he fighting for? Ashley needs a friend because she needs that like moral support. So the fact that both these people have friends is great. And the fact that Amanda and Nelson are tight, love that very excited the show starts off immediately we're like who are all these people we don't know we probably should have watched that first episode the like sneak peek episode but we'll learn them as they go we can tell that some people are just like absolute stars you know like you're watching these opening interviews and you're like okay well that nick literally said that person looks like royalty like the way that they're like sitting and talking to the camera so you can just like tell like who's going to really pop on the screen and um, a lot of people we were pumped to see, super excited to see Michelle from Survivor, um, super pumped to see Michaela from Survivor. We thought Natalie and Jay might be on this season, but apparently there was some sort of an issue where they weren't on, um, I think they were both supposed to be, and then they got called out I for didn't certain know, reasons. I didn't know that
0: Natalie was supposed to be on the show again. I
1: think Natalie was. I mean, again, I did not go, I didn't do a deep dive into this, but I'm pretty sure she was supposed and to be. And Jay as
0: well. Yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed Jay's not on the season. Yeah. Although people, I mean, there's, by the way, spoiler alert. Uh, Lots of spoiler yeah, alert. We're going to be talking about who got booted, all that stuff. So, um, like, starting right now. Uh, I I did read, you know, some people being like, "Oh, if Jay was there, maybe you know," and then people also saying like, "If Jay was there, he would have thrown Michaela under the bus like immediately." Yeah. So he wouldn't be any help in this uh, sort of uh, uh, insane first episode, really, as far as like um, as far as like uh, the drama that went down.
1: Well, let's talk about it because we watched this episode, our eyes fully opened, our mouths hanging by the jaw, loose, shocked at everything we saw. And something we learned after this is that there was the beginning filming of this episode and then filming got paused because there was a COVID outbreak. So there was two weeks where they were quarantined um, in their hotel rooms and they were kind of bonding talking through balconies texting each other they all got their phones back they were all able to look up all these people and find out who they were um, so a lot happened there was a lot of like strategy building and relationship building during these two weeks of quarantine that weren't shown because then the episode picks back up with them in the house we don't even we're not even told that Filming was halted for two weeks during this episode, but we saw a lot of things happen in this first episode that felt like the result of people knowing each other for two weeks. We specifically hookups. We saw three hot hookups that I am very much here for. First one, Ashley and Nelson love this. Okay. It's not going to end well. We all know that. Can't wait to see it in all of its many forms. Two, Amanda and Fessy, are you kidding me? Amanda is back for two point five seconds, and she's already in a like a flirtation it with why messy is, Fessy.
0: Why is uh, Nelson and Ashley not going to work out?
1: It's just they're both too chaotic in their relationships. Like yes, I just yes, don't okay. see them. Both of them have big flare ups. Both of them get messy. Both of them are
0: nelson i don't feel like is a safe bet as far as somebody to start a relationship a romantic relationship with but you know um i don't know are they dating like are they trying to date i don't think so i got
1: no idea what's going on they move close to each other they did like that, that's what that's happened being so discussed.
0: i do think that's fascinating that she like moved down to houston or whatever or... yeah they're both in austin i think yeah something like that and, probably
1: and doing joe rogan's podcast
0: right down the street from one <laughs> another and i guess maybe they were hooking up there and they brought it here i don't know what's happening but it was shocking
1: well i i remember seeing him on her like instagram stories like six months ago them being in Texas together.
0: Yeah. I mean if you're in Texas with another challenger, you're probably gonna see them. I, but I, they're are also they seeing, friends. Are they, they're like friends in real life. Are they not are they also seeing uh uh you know Leroy and Cam as well, also
1: in Texas? Well I'm I think they're they're in Houston. They're in he, Houston. They were in Austin. How far is
0: Houston to Austin?
1: Like two hours maybe? Oh, come Three on. hours. They
0: can hang.
1: Yeah they can. That's true. Um so Amanda and Fessy and then who was the third hookup, babe?
0: Uh I was You have Nelson Nelson. and Ashley. You have Amanda and you have Fessy. Fessy And you have...
1: We don't know. Was there a third hookup or was there, there just two? I think there was a third hookup. I thought there was two.
0: Okay, took a little pause, but I remembered on my own, like, two seconds later, it was Nani and Casey.
1: Wow, how could we forget? How could you forget? Nani and Casey, probably the hottest couple in the house. Probably. Um. So we loved having this, like, montage of of, of romances and possible...
0: Now, Casey had broken up with the, the lady who was disappointed in her Um, the first time this Nani thing came around.
1: I don't no, the jury's out according to her her ex-girlfriend on the internet it seems that either she had not broken up with her or she broke up with her to date nani
0: yeah which i don't i mean yeah i mean that's what you do you break up with somebody because you're interested but so like i so. think
1: her girlfriend her ex-girlfriend implied that like they were texting each other a lot and then casey broke up with her mm. i don't really know i'm not invested enough in this cause you gotta get invested to, to get all the dirty deets but casey and nani are together love that um yeah it was just a very fun dramatic episode but really what brought this in was the the uh, introduction of Michaela's list. Here we go. Michaela has created some sort of a list, Michaela from Survivor, about all the challengers in the house. Michaela has come into the house with a strategy. She's looking around and going, there's more rookies than vets. We could take this game. The vets know this game, so they have the upper hand, but we have the numbers. She's made a list. She's trying to unionize the rookies. She gets caught. Wow, 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 wow. And who's responsible for it?
0: Well, let's talk about the way the TV show showed it. Okay. Not, not not what we learned afterwards.
1: We watched the after show.
0: So, uh, there is a uh, a person from like, from like Survivor, from like Big Brother, like.
1: Sur- it's Survivor Turkey. Is I it think. Survivor
0: Turkey? Yeah. And uh, are, is that person named Emma?
1: Emmy. Emmy. Mm-hmm. Emmy.
0: Big personality on this Emmy. Um, uh, I was. I will. Hey, I'll be honest with you. When I first was introduced to Emmy, in this first episode. I was put off uh, a bit. It, 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 I, I don't know. Something about the whole vibe of Emmy like seems annoying to me. Would you well, say? Well, she did
1: call TJ Mister TJ and then giggled.
0: Um. Yes, but like also like I can't tell whether or not this person's like putting on some sort of an act or if this person is just truly like this. Like purple hair. Like very loud. Like. Talks she's 22 or
1: 23.
0: Doesn't look 22 uh or 23. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I would have She's a young. She's young. Closer to our age. Um I don't know. There was just a, it's just like a weird eccentric personality that I just wasn't ready for. Uh a lot was coming at us in this first episode, and I didn't realize that this person was going to be kind of at the forefront. So in this show, in the episode, uh basically you get Emmy, who, like, goes over to some of the challenge vets and says, like, hey, I saw Michaela, who's a Survivor player, make a list and ordered this list. People basically, like, these are the people I want to eliminate. These are the people who I trust. And at the top of that list was Tori. Now... The reason, the way that this kind of gets worked into a storyline is earlier in the episode, you have a couple of challenge vets talking to a couple of of survivor vets and uh, the challenge vets calling out the fact that like, there's a lot of survivor people here, right? And like, you guys are winners as well. So it's like, kind of not saying it, but saying it like, you pose a threat to us. yeah. And that kind of is the story. It's
1: Corey leading it. He he looks at Michelle and he's like, you won survivor. And she's like, yeah, I did.
0: In this, you also get a little bit from the Survivor people, and you start to see that maybe Michaela is not really in with some of the other Survivor people and might want to distance herself and kind of see. No, no, Michaela. Oh, you got that vibe? Yes, kind of wants to maybe distance herself a little bit from Tommy, who is a winner, and from also Michelle. Mm -hmm. I, I did feel that they weren't on the same page exactly, but I also didn't see michelle or tommy or any of the other survivor people like making huge connections with anybody else aside from survivor people so I wasn't really sure what to think you do see a birthday party that is thrown by anisa that is for michelle and also anisa's partner so i'm like hmm michelle is a new jersey person we know that we know anisa and tori are new jersey people
1: there's no way that Anissa and Michelle have not hung out.
0: Anissa and Michelle have to be, uh, Anissa, Tori and Michelle have to be kind of close in age in some yeah. way, like all six, seven years apart. You know, Anissa maybe... lives
1: in Philadelphia. She hangs, she does bar things with Wendell, who also is from Survivor, and who dated Michelle. Dated
0: Michelle. So there, there, we ha- we were sort of putting together some sort of connection there where Michelle might have more friends in the house than maybe some of the other Survivor people. Not sure how this kind of uh, would unfold, But eventually, we get this uh, uh, Emmy going up to Tori and Anissa, I believe, and is like, hey, I found this list that Michaela had, which basically uh, paints a target on Michaela's back. It's a reason for everybody to vote for Michaela. Uh, eventually through a deliberation that was saucier than you would really expect when they throwing 30 people in one room together to kind of look at the camera and force, you know, this deliberation stuff that they had last season that was like in the day room of uh, the challenge house last season. um, This is like a very much more intimidating situation. It's like in like a war room, like a board room. And uh, there was uh, some fireworks, and you see uh, Michaela get called out for this list, and then you see Michaela try and throw Michelle under the bus, her Survivor uh, pal, or or as we thought possibly pal. Basically, Michaela saying like, "Oh, I know Michelle probably did this. Michelle is the one who told people about my list, and just like you threw me under the bus, Michelle." Um, Michelle kind of backing off of that and then eventually Emmy telling the full story and then, uh, Michelle's, uh, Michaela's team being the house vote, uh, right? They were the house vote. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, not to not to bury the lead or just to bury a detail, but Anissa and her partner win. So they have all the power. Yeah, so really, they came
1: first in the in the first challenge. Her
0: partner. Don't remember his name. Leon. maybe Something. He's a handsome man.
1: Beautiful head of hair. Uh,
0: and uh, clearly just a, looking at Anissa to, for guidance. Like, yeah. What do we do? So Anissa is clearly going to decide where the votes sort of go. At least that's what we think. So once Michaela and her partner who is an international Survivor player?
1: Yeah, his name starts with R, and I think I don't know if he's from Survivor. He had much more of like a I'm used to sitting in a oh, house and kind he, of is
0: he a love is he like Love Island? He might be a like, Love Island lo- guy love Island or a big brother else? guy.
1: There's a lot of international players that we just Oh wasn't it in
0: an X on the Beach, International X on the Beach challenge? Could because be, I remember be. Nelson later saying, like this guy, I talked to this guy for a little bit. Yeah. And he was definitely not a challenger. He's more of like you need to be sitting on a, sh- on a dating show, dude. Like right. you-, you just don't have it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they are the house vote, Michaela and this guy, uh, and then eventually we get down to uh, you know, where there's going to be the elimination, and we TJ throws it to the people in power, which is Anissa and her partner. We find out that there's a twist that they can vote uh separately and they can pick literally any doesn't have to be a team it could be just any male and any female uh can be voted for and so anissa initially votes for uh emmy's Emmy's
1: male partner i believe
0: his name is Joel.
1: So the guy who we were trying to pick, yes. uh his name is Renan, and he was on X on the Beach, Double right. Dutch, Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> which he, I remember us seeing that and laughing yeah. just because it's such a long name for a show.
0: So Emmy's partner is kind of like a built dude. I don't know where he's from. Right. Um, I not sure, but he's like a built dude. So was his
1: name Corey? Yes, it's like Corey L. Yeah, yeah, Corey L. I yeah, his name yeah. Is.
0: Corey L. So. He's like, they vote for... Corey Owl, but once- It
1: seems like that Anissa and her partner are going to vote in Emmy and her partner. And then they but then TJ says you can vote anyone in and you got to go. You got to do the guy first. So Anissa goes with the guy from Emmy's team. And then when it's and then her partner also does the same. And then when it's time to vote in the gal, her partner votes in Michelle from Survivor because he has developed some sort of a friendship with Emmy. And so Anissa's like, shit. Okay, well, because, oh, Anissa's partner is Logan from Survivor Spain. So Anissa's like, shit, I guess I have to vote in Michelle, too. So that's what happens. And so Michelle gets in there with Emmy's partner. And they unfortunately or fortunately, I would I don't know. It's a toss up between Michaela and Michelle, who I would like to have on the show. I wish they were both there. I was excited to see both of them. But Michelle and Corey send home. Michaela and her partner from Double Dutch Belgium.
0: Yes, and uh you know the big the scandalous situation here is the fact that Emmy was the the reason why this was all happening mm-hmm. and the plan Anissa thought was like well if Emmy's going to call out Michaela and her partner then Emmy's partner Michaela's partner and Michaela have to go you know that basically e- Emmy's team versus Michaela's team should just fight this out in the right. nation. Yeah, if they you,
1: should figure this out. And it
0: me. ended up being Emmy the person who came to them got a reprieve did not have to go in yeah looks pretty guilty
1: <laughs> yeah up
0: there I kind of feel like it might come back around on her eventually um but we'll see so that's what ends up happening and then, unfortunately Michaela and her uh, ex on the beach double dutch partner <laughs> have to go home first episode sad to see them go a little bit more fascinating is when you see the after show which is on YouTube wait oh go
1: ahead so after they do this TJ is like okay now both of you so now it's Corey L and Michelle people who were not on the same team together and so TJ is like okay you guys can either go back to your partners you can recouple as partners or you can infiltrate any team up there and they're like we can infiltrate any team and he's like yeah and then Michelle's like okay well we're gonna infiltrate And then TJ's like, who would you like to pick? And she scans the, she scans the cast and Devin is standing there pointing at himself going, pick me, pick me, pick me. And she picks Devin.
0: Yes. And it was a, Devin shot his shot and got an upgrade on his partner. I don't know who his partner was, but it did look like it was an undersized person who was from another country. And, uh. You know, not not a vet. Not a vet. And not a survivor uh, winner. Definitely Michelle is a big upgrade for for Devin. And uh, so then the episode ends. We watch the the YouTube. Uh, and Corey
1: Pictory. Oh,
0: Corey L. Pictory. <laughs> These are not that important and has nothing to do with why I was bringing this up. But what I'm fascinated by is that later we find out in an after show that the entire list situation came from Amanda. Yeah. Amanda stirred that up. She basically took a liking to Emmy. She wanted to have some control in what's going on with the vote. And uh, it seemed like Emmy and her partner were on the chopping block. She didn't want to see Emmy go home. So she said, go dig something up on some people. Yeah,
1: she said, do you have any dirt on any of the rookies? And Emmy was like, well, Michaela does have like this list.
0: And then she's like, go tell everybody about this list. And then that's how it happened. You, you saw none of that on the show. Why?
1: Why could couldn't we see it on the show. I don't know. That's weird. It's
0: weird that it wasn't on the show. They like Amanda. They want to they want to put yeah. us that that was there was a lot of Amanda in that first episode. It would have made more sense. And then in this after show, like literally three quarters of the way through, like Amanda's like, Oh yeah, I'm the one who's told her to do that. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was a record like, scratch. It was like, What? Um, it was fascinating. But
1: uh, and then but Amanda, because Michaela and Amanda were sitting on the couch together on this after show, and Michaela's like, What? You, there, well, there we go. There we we go and amanda clearly like is not crazy about michaela because she was like well why were you throwing michelle under the bus yes um and then michaela, we suspect
0: that michelle is in deep with the challenge vets
1: yeah it seems like michelle is like yeah in there and then um uh michaela said i did that because i got wrong information so it took like we find out that i think it was the guy who is tory's first partner what's his name from too hot to handle oh
0: god uh, it's like
1: uh, I don't remember his, I name, his name, but he apparently like went to Michaela and told her that like Michelle had ratted her, uh, oh. her out, which is like why? Why did he do that?
0: So I mean, guys, there's a lot to 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 take an account here with this show. There's a lot going on. I'm always more into this show, like two or three or four episodes in once it gets whittled down a bit there's 30 people in the house 28 so now many so. people something else that happened was Nam was not there who who was there uh before they had to take that uh two week long break for covid yeah. so um no, nothing else changed with the cast as far as i'm concerned as far as i know uh so that and there's means- a woman
1: who's being edited out for yes. some racially insensitive comment.
0: So we can think like maybe, maybe Nam was... Uh,
1: Nam was did COVID not recover. Person, possibly? Everyone, I think, got COVID. Oh, did they really? Yeah, and I th- a lot of people did. And I think that... Nam I, just had a had a bad breakout case. After or whatever. like 10 days, he was still testing positive or ah, something.
0: Too bad. No, yeah. We're never gonna see what Nam could really do, I guess. Yeah,
1: Nam really truly got the shit end of the stick yeah, both challenge seasons.
0: Um, I guess we could talk a little bit about Big Brother just really quick, uh, you know, for a few minutes. Like, how do you feel about the um nominations right now, standing uh, Claire and also Derek F Derek F um, D.
1: I would like to so it seems that Kylan's plan is can I talk about this from what I know
0: uh yeah go ahead okay. uh, there's spoilers here folks there's, so just... this is
1: feed spoilers just from watching the feeds and paying attention but from what I can tell it seems that Kylan is going to take Claire off and put up Britney and send Britney home mainly because America gave her 100 uh BB bucks which is gonna really screw her in the end which is interesting that that twist is going to hurt her because it should it's meant to help her right um but i find i mean I, at this point i i don't really care if claire or Brittany goes i do like claire more than Brittany, but i understand both of them have to go at some point so it's just a matter of like what week we're on Um, I'm interested to see, I'm, I'm excited for the cookout to get to six. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to get to six people in the house. And then I feel like that's when the real game is going to begin.
0: It's already sort of begun. The past three days, everybody's been making their like post, uh, non cookout people, uh, out of the show order and it seems like kylan's right there
1: the yeah people I, are planting right seeds
0: they don't like the way he's played this hoh they also don't like how you know he seemed to be a little bit sneaky with his uh you know sneaky final two with sarah beth so
1: I and just, he's apparently he's speaking condescendingly to people right
0: and, and he's rubbing the wrong people the wrong way and uh so th- that's that i i do like claire I, I want claire to stay i like her more than i like britney but I can understand that the the casual viewer of this show who just watches the show would 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 feel the exact opposite way that I would feel. Brittany gives you a lot of entertainment on the CBS show. Yeah, she's you know boisterous and and kooky and funny, she bounces and she's around, bouncing around, and she gives a lot of emotion. Claire has not been featured at all on this show, and she and you don't get anything from her. I mean, you barely got anything from her. um punishment you know the 52 pickup thing i saw it once and it was last night yeah so i i I don't i don't think you know she only got 50 bucks or whatever and you know that means america's like who claire okay like you know like they're not really voting for her which means like she's less entertaining which means like why keep her around but if you're watching the feeds and you're and you're and you're watching recaps of the feeds and like the strategy, Claire just knows this game up and down. Claire and is
1: fun to watch on the feeds. And she's more importantly, she's very a huge part of Tiffany's game. And I think we can it's safe to say we're Tiffany heads in the house.
0: Yeah, we want Tiffany to go far, if not win. So yeah. I, I would like to see these two sit final too. It never. It's never going to happen. But no. Uh, yeah, it's going to be disappointing once Claire leaves. I'll be a little, little disappointed to see Britney leave, I, I, if that ends up was happening. I mean, things change rapidly. Personally, I think I'd like to see Big D go home before Britney if they're both on the block together. It's not going to happen. But once again, I can imagine if you're a casual viewer, Big D is probably a favorite of yours. I mean, they're giving he's goofy. They're giving him a lot of uh, time. He's He's fun, you know. Uh, I think he took a little bit of flack for using the B word on Tiffany the other day. but um, Why didn't they beep that out? I don't know. But uh, I like Big D. It's just like he's not a strategist and I'm looking for strategists to win this game. Yeah. Brittany and Big D are um, pretty close to the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to strategy in this game. They're, they're kind of being talked about and treated like what you would consider a goat, uh, which is like, oh, I want to sit next to that person at final two because that person's not going to beat me they haven't done anything in this game so far the two of them really haven't done anything in this game Brittany has survived the block a few times as a pawn but that's not strategy so i don't know i i i would prefer to see claire sort of start playing harder like getting to that point in the game but if it ends up being claire going home i guess that's what's got to happen um
1: i don't really care you don't care I don't care because I know that they're all gonna go. You know what I mean? Everybody's gonna go? And they're all in jury now,
0: so Yeah, it's like let's just But you wouldn't want you wouldn't want uh, the action. You wouldn't want uh, one of these people that who aren't Tiffany to make fifty grand?
1: I would like Aza to make. 50 and maybe grand. it's seventy
0: five grand because they're seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, you mean $1? who's sitting next? Who's sitting to to at final two? Yeah, yeah,
1: I would like Aza. I actually like DX too. I would like him. I like DX as
0: well. He's he's one of my favorites. I just don't know how long he's got. He's gonna have to win a bunch of competitions. He's gonna have
1: to catch on and win a bunch of. competitions. He's gonna have to
0: win his himself uh, for in a few weeks. Just because if not, I think there's a good chance that he's going home either next or following that. So. Yeah. It's a good show, folks. It's a lot of fun to keep up on. It's like a sport. Um, okay, that has been our show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you're joining our Patreon. Make sure you're listening to all of our episodes. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're telling us that we're great at our email, at realityblowspodcast.gmail.com. And uh, until next time, uh, we'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Bye.